0: What is going on, you guys? I go by the name Unknown, and I go by Eddie. And you are listening to the Pipe Bomb Podcast, and this is our SmackDown Eddie. Live review from the February 2020 episode, and we're just gonna jump right into hey. this. Let's do this. Um, I didn't mind SmackDown. I I saw some people this boring. It was trash. Like per. I didn't mind it. There were just certain things that were kind of like I didn't care for. Like, in the show where I was like, did we really need this? Do we need this right now? But whatever. Yeah. We're going to jump right into it. And before this first match started, which was an eight-man tag with Souls versus Morrison, Miz, Sigler, and Rude, we, they got like a promo in the beginning where, like, the new day look like they're, they're going to turn heel. And then the New Day was complimenting the Usos saying, you're the greatest tag team in WWE history in six titles. Then Biggie said, oh, but you're not better than us because we got one more than you. The New Day is better, whatever. Dang. And shit like that. I wouldn't mind seeing New Day versus the Usos again. But the New Day being heel, I wouldn't mind it. They always put on great matches. But we're going to jump right into the match. And it was an eight-man tag. The New Day and the Usos versus John Morrison, the Miz, and Robert Rude. This match wasn't that bad. If I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna be honest. it wasn't that bad of a match. It really wasn't that bad of a match. There was a few botches. There were a few botches like that move that Rude do where Rude does like a German and then Ziggler catches the person for a zigzag. Ziggler botched that. Mm -hmm. There, There were a couple of botches in this match. Um, the new day and the Usos picked up the victory. wasn't that bad of an opener. I gave it a five out of, a, a five out of ten. I gave the match a five out of ten. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, I gave it a five out of ten. I mean, I liked how um, Jay Uso picked up the victory. Yeah, what, with with just kick. a plain super kick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like we we wanted, we didn't need anything major for that match. Yeah, honestly, yeah, exactly. We get before we get into the next match. There was a, a backstage confrontation, and Mandy Rose is there talking to Snoop and she's confronted by Tucker. And Tucker says that Otis oh, is upset. He doesn't want to leave the hotel room, and we saw the mess where when you said that. Oh, that I'm gonna be late. I'm not even there yet, and whatever. And then Mandy is like, "What message? I, I didn't text that. I didn't text that." And Tucker's like, "Don't play stupid." So old as like you weren't the one for him. And now a text message, a mysterious text message is being involved. Now, two things are going to happen. Either it's going to be, you know, as the weeks to come, it's either going to be revealed that Sonia Deville took Mandy's phone and sent that message, or it's going to be Ziggler that sent that message. I think it's Sonia. It's going to have to be Sonia. Low key, Sonia. I was thinking that, too. I'm thinking it's going to be Sonya. And I don't know. It could be It could be Ziggler. If they want to piss the world off again, they're going to go with Ziggler. But if they want a, a nice little swerve and if they want to do something different, make have it be Sonya. But we're going to get into the, the next match of the night. And it was a Symphony, the second ever Symphony of Destruction match. And it was Elias and Braun Strowman versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. And this was a pretty fun match. This was a pretty fun match. Um, there was a spot in the match where um Elias flew through a table from the apron after I think a a, a forearm to the face from Cesaro. Then Cesaro and Shinsuke knocked, um suplex Braun through like a, a fucking a big ass bass. And Braun Strowman tries to kill Nakamura and try to put him through a piano that did not bud, right? And Nakamura was bleeding. I guess he hit the back of his head on the edge of the piano. And he was bleeding. Like, if you go on WWE.com, you see, like, the staples. He, like, the stitches and shit. He needed, like, a couple of staples in the back of his head. It wasn't that crazy. But, yeah. But overall, this match was fun. I'm not going to lie. This match was pretty fun. Especially for the type of the gimmick match that it was. It was a pretty fun match for me. Shinsuke got that uh, trauma to the head. Yeah. But the winner... Braun Strowman and Elias picked with the victory in what I thought was a fun match. I gave the match a 6 out of 10. The too crazy. I give it a... I give it a 6 out of 10, too. 6 sense. out of 10. Then the next segment that we get, we get a moment of bliss with the Bella Twins. And of course... We already knew what this was. If you have been paying attention to wrestling Twitter or on Instagram, you know that the rumors were that the Bella Twins were one of the next inductees into the Hall of Fame. And the rumors turned out to be true that they announced that they were going and that they're pregnant. They're both pregnant. Um, I don't care that the Bella Twins are going into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because they're going to push this narrative like, oh, they started the women's revolution. No, you ju- they just happened to so be in the match, right? That started that that give divas a chance movement on Raw. And I heard a couple of people argue with me, but oh, but Nikki is the longest reigning divas champion of all time. Yeah, you mean when she was divas champion, like for like what was it, 500 days, 300, 400 days, and 30 min and 30 second matches. She belongs in the Hall of Fame because she had 30 second matches and held the title for almost three years. Come on, granted, Nikki Bella did get better in the ring over time. When she was, yeah, evil, she did get better. Bree just never was good in the ring. She kept on like she had a lot of botches, she had a lot of botches, especially when she came back and she kicked Liv in the face. That, that was brutal. Even before then, she was never good in the ring. Never good in the ring. Nikki was the one that w- that constantly got better. You could see like her footwork, her in ring work was just constantly getting better over time. Personally, I mean, I could say like I'm happy for them, because like especially the era they came up in, and the they won the Diva Search, and they were having like 30 second matches, which was like the bathroom b- break period. Where like if, if it was Demons, uh, if if it was a Divas match, bathroom break. Now people want to watch a Divas match and some of the men's matches are the fucking bathroom breaks. You know? But they did not... Yep. ...revolution. They just did it. If they're going to push that narrative, they better stop it. Because they did it. The people that I think started the women's revolution is like AJ. Where AJ was like cutting pipe bombs every week on, on the Bellas and, and the fucking the Total Divas show and Paige and Charlotte, Bailey, Becky, Sasha. Those are the people that started the the women's revolution, not the Bella Twins. Then we get into a match where this really pissed me off because I didn't understand the purpose of this match. We got Daniel Bryan versus Heath Slater. Nothing really much to say about this match, but Daniel Bryan picks up the victory. What a surprise. I don't care about Heath Slater. I don't care if he got kids. I don't give a shit. Next match that we get into is the number one contenders match for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Blood Money, I mean Super Showdown. And it was Naomi versus Carmella. This match was okay. There was a couple of botches. Naomi picks up the victory. But my whole thing is that now it's being rumored that Naomi is going to fight Bayley at Mania for the belt and win, right? So what was the whole point of having Carmella lose, right? Hear this. And it was announced that we're going to get an elimination chamber to determine the number one contender for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. And it's being rumored that Naomi's going to fight Bailey for it at Mania. So why have her go into this, have her win this number one contenders match, right? Then you're probably going to have her lose at at Super Showdown, then to win the chamber, then to go and beat Bailey at Mania. That makes no sense. Makes no sense. But back into the match, the match was pretty decent. It wasn't all that special, Naomi picks up the victory. A couple of botches. It was a pretty decent match. I just don't care for Naomi. She's really not that impressive in the ring, so I just don't care for it. I even rate this match, so it's whatever. So now we're gonna get Bailey versus Naomi for the SmackDown Women's Championship at Blood Money, well, Super Showdown. I'm sorry. And the final segment of the night, Goldberg comes out. Everybody's been waiting for Goldberg. Goldberg is talking whatever, then he's interrupted by a a Firefly Funhouse segment. Then Bray is like, oh, I don't have no problem with you. But he does, and the Fiend comes out, and the lights didn't go red. It made the noise creepy as, like, a siren noise, but the Fiend was standing right behind Goldberg, and Goldberg goes, as soon as the lights come on, Goldberg goes, let me guess, the Fiend, and turns around, and Goldberg no-sells the fiend he didn't look scared he didn't look anything the fiend just stands there and eats a spear from Goldberg then the lights go out again and the fiend disappears and that's the end of smackdown overall it this wasn't a bad certain things that were just like I just didn't care about but like my favorite match of the night was the symphony of destruction match and what about you um, I I think my favorite would have to be the same, but I felt like the tag team match could have been a little bit better. And if that tag team match was a little bit better in the beginning, I would have enjoyed it. A lot I probably more, would have right? even said that. Ma- I probably even would have said maybe match of the night. Yeah, but I agree. That fatal four. Well, no, it wasn't a fatal four, it, it was no. a tag team. It was a symphony was of destruction yeah, match. Yeah, it was a tag team. Yeah, I don't know why I said fatal four way. Yeah, tag team match was attack. It was match of the night. But my overall rating for SmackDown, I'm giving it a three out of ten. Yeah, the only thing that I really like about SmackDown right now that's going is basically the Mandy and Otis storyline. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, same. I like it. I feel like I feel like this story actually has something. All right. Anyway, guys, that is the end of our SmackDown live review. If you're new to the channel, be sure to. Subscribe and hit that notification bell. And if you enjoyed our SmackDown live review, be sure to hit that like with a Stone Cold Stunner. And in the comments, let us know, did you like SmackDown? Did you hate SmackDown? Did you even watch SmackDown? Let us know in the comment section down below. I go by the name Unknown. And I go by Eddie. And we got one thing to tell y'all. Pipe bomb. Pipe bomb.